Hi, I'm Riley Vodovsky, a podcast producer at The Daily Emerald, and this is the first episode of a new show here at The Emerald where we'll talk you through three of our top stories that you can find either in print or at our website, dailyemerald.com. This new series was originally inspired by when the New York Times' The Daily would do a mini podcast episode called The Headlines, which would cover some of the New York Times' top stories, though this podcast won't be quite as long as their episodes. Okay, first episode, let's get into it. Our first news story I'll be sharing with you that we featured on our website was How and Where to Avoid Campus Bike Theft by Tarek Anthony and Andres Beish. The article talks about the pressing issue of bike theft on UO's campus and what steps you could take to avoid having your bike snatched away. With UO having 7,274 bike lock spaces, there's convenience for having many places to park your bike, but unfortunately, because there are so many spaces, bikes being stolen often go unnoticed. There are many reports of not even whole bikes being stolen. Sometimes only parts of the bike, such as the wheels, chains, and seats are taken, since those parts can still be sold. Anthony and Bates interviewed UOPD Police Chief Jason Wade, who said that while it is very hard to recover bikes once they are stolen, the UO Police Department and campus security are trying to reduce the number of bike thefts. One way UOPD tries to achieve this is through sting operations, where police officers lock up a bike to catch a thief in the act of trying to steal it. They also put a GPS on the bike in order to find and shut down bike theft rings, which they say have rates of success though they are still in the process of improving bike theft issues. Another article that I'll be sharing with you all is Eugene Weekly Returns to Print, a breaking news story published by Hannah Kalin. The Eugene Weekly finally got to print a new paper issue after not being able to since December 28, 2023. The Eugene Weekly was at a loss of significant funds in December after finding out that a former employee of theirs embezzled $90,000. But, After about six weeks, the paper, with the support of the wider Eugene community, was able to finally raise enough money to be able to print again. A GoFundMe fundraiser was created to help support the weekly, and the community was able to raise upwards of $90,000, showing how much good can be done when the community comes together in support of each other. The final article I'll be featuring today is UO Students for Justice in Palestine Holds March, Calls for UO Divestment by Tarek Anthony and Isabella Sosa. The March for Palestine happened on February 10th at 1 p.m. outside the Urban Memorial Union Amphitheater, EMU, and was organized by multiple student groups on campus. A total of 200 protesters showed up. The reason for the march and goal of the protesters was to demand that UO's president cut ties with companies that support the Israeli government, some of those companies being Sabra Hummus, Starbucks, Subway, Amazon, and Zomino's. While the protests remained peaceful, there were occasions when onlookers would shout their pro-Israeli sentiments at the protesters. One man, who was yelling at the crowd of protesters, even threatened that he and other men were going to shut the protest down, though it ended up being an empty threat. The article includes varying pictures of the protesters and their signs at the march, as well as one picture of a man counter-protesting. I recommend checking out the full article on our website for more context on the story, as well as to see the pictures from the event. While these were only some of the articles written by our reporters at the Daily Emerald in the past couple of weeks, I highly encourage you to look at our website and check them out, along with our other articles. That's it for our update this week. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.